0: welcome to on the edge with april mahoney brains we are at the spot the location the place on the planet where the conversation is pointed the guests are sharp there she is and the responses are never dull we have Rosalind warren she is going to talk to us about sacred life mastery Mm -hmm. look at that and she's drinking from the cup i am all set (laughs) i'm so excited to have her on here uh, we're going to talk about freedom. We're going to talk about assessment. We're going to talk about goals and trauma uh, and soul, soul-led soul entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. That's when you go from the core. It's not just that superficial stuff. I want to make some money. I don't want to have a boss. I want to have free time. But really, what are you pouring in? What are you creating? Mm-hmm. Because entrepreneurs develop and create something eventually to sell off to someone else or to leave as a legacy. What is your intention, your truest intention? So we're going to talk about Sacred Life Mastery with Rosalind. How
1: are you, Queen? I am perfect, and it is so fun to be here with more brains. That's right.
0: That's right. The smart, heady people, the ones that get it. Please share with us how you show up in the world.
1: Hmm. I show up as my most authentic self, in each moment and that can change which and is know what
0: that is so real <laughs> that is so real because people always have this grandiose long-term five years six years but we live moment by moment i can tell you how many people i've seen one day and the next day they went on to glory
1: yeah <laughs> Well, I um I used to play on Periscope. I actually miss Periscope terribly. So any of you who remember Periscope, uh, and I used to say, I am not here to convince you of anything. That is not my job. But I am here to share with you my excitement about what I have found that works for me. So therefore, it is my truth today. Tomorrow, I may wake up And spirit says, hey, we've amended that. (laughs) I will come back and go, hey, and this is the key. Not that I was wrong yesterday. Just because I believe something yesterday and my thought process and understanding of it, I have expanded. And now that's no longer true for me doesn't make me wrong and that hung me up for a long time it was like that's like changing changing your mind yeah and and on a yeah and on a deeper core a deeper core level yeah because it's like wait if i change my mind or i have a different opinion then that i I, (laughs) i was one of these people that i had everything had a meaning we do that to ourselves. I think we're born with label makers and we label everything. <laughs> and, and so I made it mean, that bottom line, if I grew up at all, that means I had been wrong all those years. right? And I would have to go back and explain it and all. And when I finally got to the place through my own work with Sacred Life Mastery, which is what brought all this together, it was like, number one, not very many people are going to even remember what I said yesterday, a month or five years ago, even if it's in a book, they're not going to, oh, she matured, hallelujah, (laughs) most of them would say, right? Absolutely,
0: but there's people in the world that digress too, and we have to give them credit because it takes courage to step back and reassess, to revisit Absolutely. situations, to make different decisions, and sometimes we fall short of the glory. Mm-hmm. Tell us about sacred
1: life mastery. What is that? It is. We are all. Um, I've ex- I've expanded my definition of. You know, we always hear, you know, we are spiritual beings here having a physical existence and this kind of thing. I think it's more nuanced than that. I think we are both completely spiritual and completely human. And it's the process of merging those two parts of ourselves together so that we are fully expressing our divinity as we, as the Buddhists say, chop wood and carry water. Mm. And so mastering that is what sacred life mastery is all about. And it's dot art because it's an art. It's a dance with life to integrate all of these pieces of yourself. So who's your ideal client?
0: What are you looking for when you select someone to work with? Because it's not just them seeking you, it has to be a good fit.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, I actually work with someone who has coined this phrase. And so I've been working with her for so many years. She's a client of mine as well. And they're five-star clients. Mm. They are people who resonate. Number one, they're teachable. They're coachable. Mm-hmm. They are not well. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the way it has to be done. Okay. Bye. Have a nice life. Do it that way and enjoy it. <laughs> because or or as my good friend Dr. Phil would say. So how's that working for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the most part, um, those are the only people I really talk to. Because if they're if you're not already Um, expanding and growing and looking for something different, you wouldn't be searching out or seeking out a coach. So the other is uh, my tagline is actually that I am an intuitive wealth and abundance coach for soul led CEOs. Now the CEO, 99.9% of my clients are all entrepreneurs. Okay. So it's not like a CEO of a corporation is who I work with, but we are each our own CEO. We are our chief operating bosses here. If, if we're not in charge of this thing, it's going to go off the rails. Right. If, we don't, if we're, we are the ones who create the vision. And then we create all the back end. out. This is, and I also channel information. So it just kind of comes through me is when i'm saying somebody's got to control this ship is that that's not exactly the way i would have heard that a year or two ago is not a, how i mean it at all we uh, we allow spirit to run everything that ha, that yeah. was in my story you know in my story and what got me here I saw, well, I know how I was going to say, I somehow know, I know how I was the, the uh, oldest child of what ended up to be four children in an incredibly dysfunctional family. And so I took on the role and the responsibility of making sure everything was perfect because I was going to save this little family (laughs) by my, you know, so straight A's, perfect, thank Goodness, I had the brains and the acronym to be able to take on that role, but it led to a lot of controlling. And so when I left there and went into a marriage, I controlled everything because it was the only way I felt safe. Mm. I had to, I had, and it, it's exhausting. Mm. I have a relationship with the divine, with God. But it was only, uh, I know you're really, really kind of busy, and I like knowing you're there, but I'll handle all this because I'm pretty sure you don't have time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A little silly. So you you
0: underestimated his ability and his gifts because (laughs) he, he he is the creator of time, or she is the creator of time. Yeah. So you got
1: into this space. What did you do before you became woke? Well, what is so interesting is I have, what I'm doing today, I have done since I was a child. Mm. My um, core gifting is sharing my discoveries. And I have, it's with me, I got to tell y'all, so... I had this deep relationship. Like I said, I didn't turn it all over, but I had this relationship and this connection, which is what my coaching is all around now, is the connection to your divine self, the connection to your soul, cleaning up all the stuff that you've drugged with you up to this point from your ancestors, not just parents. Because as much as there are times when we like, well, I could tell you about my mama. Yeah, but she could tell you about hers. Who could tell you about hers? (laughs) We'd have to go all the way back to Eve to get to the beginning of this. Right. And so it's just embedded in us from our ancestry, our society, our culture. All of these misconceptions and learnings that we have and we carry around. And -hmm. again, with our label maker, we label them. I'm good. I'm bad. I'm this. I'm that. Oh, my goodness. All that stuff. So that's the work I do is clearing out all the conditioning, freeing ourselves up from all of that, and then connecting fully with your authentic self. And from there, you no, know,
0: that you know, but a lot of times, Roz, that word authentic is tossed around like a two dollar bill. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's just, it's just there. Uh huh. Sometimes you have to send your representative. Sometimes you can't be your true authentic self for a variety of reasons.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes
0: there's fear. Sometimes there's safety. Sometimes there's uh. You know, you don't know who you are. You're in discovery. You're a seeker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you've regressed backwards. Mm-hmm. There's shame. There's a lot. Of, when you say authentic self, mm-hmm. people have to understand who that is. You don't always, yeah. and this is my opinion, <laughs> in my experience. I don't yeah. always give you 100% when I meet yeah. you. When I meet you, I'm giving you 75. That gives me some some wiggle room. Um, so, no, I'm not always giving my authentic self. I know mm-hmm. who that person is. But again, like you say, that's a daily evolution. I mm-hmm. went to the beach uh yes, day before yesterday. And I tell you, it was exhilarating. Mm-hmm. I took my shoes off. I put my feet in the sand. I did my yoga poses. I put on some great music. I sat there and I meditated for an hour. When I opened my eyes, I didn't even remember where I was Mm -hmm. or anything, but the downloads were incredible. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. And I heard so many things and I saw so many colors and it was just coming. I was asking the divine, Mm -hmm. you know, slow this down, baby, so I can enjoy (laughs) this. Give it to me in bite-sized pieces. (laughs) But they were pieces to a puzzle. I don't have to Mm -hmm. put all the puzzle together right now. Absolutely. And people think that, you know what, I've got to do it right now. Well, we live in the moment, but... It's, you know, we still have to plan for the future and thank God for the past.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that connection that you have to your authenticity, that's what my clients come to me to discover how to do it, Mm. how to hold it, how to be In the present moment, the fact that we're supposed to be in the present moment. And when you said it about planning for the future, I remember when I was first discovering all of this and learning it for myself, I would go, wait, I need to be in the present moment. I need to be in the now. Well, if I'm in the now, how am I going to plan for where I'm going to go eat lunch tomorrow? <laughs> or, you know, heaven forbid, what what we're doing at Christmas. If I'm in the now, how do I make plans? What well, I don't understand that. And finally, sifted through my brain, <laughs> in this moment right now, Is the time that I am here with you and with all of the brains and I am, I, it's delicious and I'm excited. It is not time to decide where I'm going to lunch tomorrow. Right now, when you and I complete in that moment, maybe the time to decide what I'm doing for lunch. It may be the time to decide where I will be. Actually, it's going to be where I'm going to be on my daughter's birthday next year because I'm making a reservation. So you're making plans in the calendar future when it's the proper moment to do it. What we do is we try to live. We live anywhere but the moment. Our egos don't like us being in the present moment. But we're either thinking about the past or we're already in the future. So I'm here with you. I'm not fully present with you. I'm not fully present with all the brains. I am thinking in my mind, well, wait, we need to get through with this because I got things to do. There are a dozen things on my list. I'm giving it out. Are you? (laughs) Yeah, the distractions. Off and running. Off and running. And the other thing that it does is it wears you out. Mm Mm-hmm. We have so much energy in our systems and when we are, it's, it's like, I'm, I am not a big protection person. I do use the word protection. I do have a routine I do every morning to shield uh, and seal my aura and my field, but it's protection not from things. But it's like how you protect your Chanel number five. Your Chanel number five lives in a beautiful bottle. It is never uncapped unless you are using it. And then that cap goes right back on it. Mm. And heaven forbid it gets spread out because it's going to be dissipated and gone. Mm. This is the same thing you're doing with your energy and your essence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is you are keeping it within yourself. And your your idea of, wait, when I meet somebody, I'm not giving them 100% of my thought. You can be 100% your authentic self and still have boundaries. In fact, you must have boundaries to operate moment to moment as your authentic self. And people will say, "Well, wait, Uh, because we work too on most of us have (laughs) depends on your life and what's happened. You either have a a fence or a fortress built around your heart, Mm -hmm. and when you are when you are protected in that way, love can't get in or out, Mm -hmm. and so we work with people about lowering." the guy guards you know breaking down the wall you know and they're like well but then i'm just gonna no that's no boundaries Mm -hmm. so you will you never will have a completely open heart Mm -hmm. an open heart completely open heart would be like you have a brand new baby and you take it out and you put it on the street anybody can walk by and spit on it doesn't matter i'm open you can have my baby yeah Mm -hmm. no But the shielding or the protection, if you will, that you put around your heart is gossamer. It's created by spirit. It's so fine that the only energy that can flow through it is the highest vibration energy there is, which is love. So love can come into your heart. And you can flow love out to others and to the world. No other energy can touch you in your heart. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Sure. Um,
0: when did you, what was your aha moment? You know, I'm sure that, like you said, you've had this since you were a child. Mm-hmm. But when did you really hone into it, develop it, and now teach it and work with
1: clients? What, yeah. what made you do that? Yeah. Doing what I'm doing now. Um, and, and it's, uh, it's around the age that it happens for most people, but I was around 50 Mm -hmm. and I remember it like yesterday I was sitting on the couch. Um, we had two children and they were eight years apart, which I realized at that point that that was the mistake. (laughs) I didn't want two in diapers, but then that first one left. I'm like, Hey, we got eight more years with this other one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he was gone. So, you know, technically I was empty nester and it was, it was just all the stuff. And I, I say, because it's basically true. I was sitting on the couch in the fetal position, basically sucking my thumb and I'm, you know, having this conversation with God and I'm like, look, this is not fun. It, it's it's stinks and if this is really all there is to life i'm done I, i'm just, i'm not mm, i'm just not going to do it anymore you know i've been i've been keeping i have been i have been holding this together for all these years and i can't do it anymore i give up and the angels sang <laughs> because they're like, yes. So the other magic word, surrender. You know what? If I hear that word one more Surrender? Time, oh, let, I love surrender. Let me tell
0: you, I had a meditation about a week ago. And that, oh, I get goose pimples. Ooh, let me catch my breath. The download was surrender was to give it over. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Give it over? Let somebody else control it? Said get in the back seat and let somebody else drive. Surrender this situation. Just let it go. I'm listening to a book. Jada Pinkett Smith's book. Mm -hmm. What was it? Surrender. Mm -hmm. I was just talking to one of my other guests. What is it? So, uh, you know what, I'm going to have to just take off all my clothes and stand butt naked in the middle of the street and hold my hands up. You know? I surrender. It is. It And I and I keep saying, okay, look, am I being too literal with this? Or just am I being too superficial with this? Because it keeps coming up. It keeps mm-hmm. coming up. So there is something that I may be still holding to, or I need to carry this out for a longer duration of surrender
1: well maybe this will help you because this is this is how i've ended up you know framing it and how i work with my clients with it we all have a bus life is our bus and i was always the bus driver actually i was never the bus driver my ego self which i I'm a little odd in that I I believe that we have come here to learn to love ourselves completely. And we cannot get rid of our egos or hate our ego and well, love wait, ourselves wait, wait, completely. Let me, let,
0: me, let me stop you right there because the
1: ego is the gateway to the soul. Well, the, 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 the way, way I see it, the, the ego is your personality. The ego is the part of you that differentiates you here in this life as April and me here as Ross. Because in our essence, we're the same. We are no different. So it's, it's our ego that comes in and it's our personality part. So we got to love it. But what has happened is without knowing any better because of how we were raised in society and all the, all, the, all, the, all's not blaming anything, just understanding ego has driven our bus. And when our ego drives the bus, it's like giving the keys to the two year old. They just go crazy. So in the beginning, surrender was taking the, ego out of the driver's seat and sitting it usually like two seats behind you so it's still back seat driving and you drive the bus so now you're in charge of the bus and you're driving your bus and ego's over here yakety 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 you think you made the right turn do you think you really should do this maybe we shouldn't do that i don't know that's what i was surrendering from was that position now Spirit drives my bus. I sit on the, I am not the backseat driver to spirit. I tried that for about a week and went, well, this is no better. I sit about five rows back on the opposite side, enjoying the view, flowing through life, relaxed, happy, peaceful. Ego is at the back of the bus With the jacks and the colors and the crayons having a good time. So that's how my surrender looks. Spirit drives my bus. Spirit informs me on what are we doing next. Okay.
0: So what do you say to the person that is an atheist? that
1: doesn't believe in the, how's that working family. out for you? No,
0: and, and no, no, I get, <laughs> and I get what you're saying, but some people, some people that's all they know. Yeah. That's all, that, they, that, that, that's all that they're, they're,
1: <clears throat> they're willing to accept. Okay. Number one. Well, number one, they're not my clients. Right. Cause I have a different worldview. Number two is, Eckhart Tolle talks about this, and, and we we play it on ourselves. Suffering is the greatest consciousness facilitator there is. Something will happen in their life. What is that other saying? They say there are no atheists in foxholes. Mm. Something will happen in their life where they must come face to face with the fact that they Cannot control it all. Mm, mm, mm. And from there, they've now surrendered. Right, right. They might not use the word, but they have now cracked open a space for the knowing that they have been created by something bigger than themselves. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of that, all of that, which it's, again, it's just end grain conditioning. They learned the belief that there is no higher power somewhere from somebody. Right. Now, I will share with you, and this was a massive thing for me. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how long it took me to actually get over the shock wave of this. Because I was raised with this idea that if there was anyone who, uh, you know, was not on the straight and narrow and living their life right, I it was my responsibility to bring them along, change their minds, fix them, all of the alls, <laughs> deadly combination for a coach. And when I finally came to the understanding, I also have the, the understanding that I know everyone does not have, which it doesn't matter whether you have it or not, but I don't believe this is the only time I'm going to live here on planet. Oh, I as Roz, this is the only time I'm showing up here, but I don't believe that I will never be back. So it, it fits my cosmology now to go, okay, this is not my only rodeo. This is not my first rodeo. It's not my only rodeo. There are people physically living on planet earth today who in their karmic soul journey will not come to the understandings you and I have about spirit. And that's okay. It's not time for their soul to get that. And it that the amount and the weight of ah, every single person is here on their own soul journey. We don't judge. We love. And there are people just in our world at this very moment doing horrendous things. You think <laughs> we to I'm I'm to, to 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 calm to soothe some folks who might need the soothing. There's a con. There's a uh, a line of thinking. This, this, this line of thinking came from a question where someone was um, asking about, uh, you know, whether you should be vegan because animals suffer. And what the answer was, do you think that that cow did not know before it came as a cow that it was going to be on your dinner plate? And so all of these people who are suffering in this moment, as the individualized ego person, they are suffering and we have great love and great compassion for all of them. But on the soul level, they said yes to that assignment look, we're going to have this big thing go down in 2023 and it's going to really be wild for the world. It's going to crack the world open to more compassion and more love. It's going to, what we say suffering. Suffering is the greatest consciousness facilitator. It is going to wake so many people up. But we need participants to go and be part of this. And their souls said, "Yes, send me." Wow, that's deep. So, tell us a little bit about your books. You Ooh. are the author of how many books? Four books. Yes. Um. Well, I am. I am the co-author of four books. Yes, and then the uh, I have authored uh, a book about numerology. That's mine completely. This is our brand new one. Yeah. Wow. And it is called Success with Source. Wow. So we're talking in here about how different women, me included, we use vibrational alignment in our business. How uh, one of the tips is, I know as all of us, we have 50 million things we need to do. There is, the day never ends that our to-do list is not usually longer than when we started in the morning, because as we worked on things, more stuff got added. And so a great, great tip for how do you manage all of this stuff is, it's actually called the placemat theory. And it's the idea of taking your piece of paper out and listing out everything that you have to do. Now, it's not a to-do list. It's the universe's list. So as you're writing each of these items down, what you're doing is you're turning it over to the universe to work on it. Hmm. You can imagine it's a little bunch of, what are we working on today? And I look through them and one will be, oh, that one, okay. And I put that down. Now here's the reason. We all have our to-do list and there's things on that list that we don't want to do. It's like, oh my God, I have to make that phone call. No, I have to make, if we just go, oh, I'm not making that phone call today. Okay. Because one day you're going to go, I'm going to call so-and-so. I'm going to take care of that right now. And you call up and guess what? You get the woman who knows how to make things happen. She just got back from vacation. She solves your problems in a half a minute. And everybody is happy and laughing and blessing the world. Well, it's all
0: about timing and it's how you process things and it's your perception and your intention. So yes. The four key elements that go into that, you know, you have to think about that as well. You are such a wealth of information uh, and just such a joy. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you, purchase a copy of the books
1: and work with you, Roz. Absolutely. Well, Success with Source and the other books are available on Amazon. And so, and I have an author page with everything listed. We didn't even get to my favorite topic, which is why we do the things like procrastination and wandering off to eat cookies in the middle of the day and all those crazy things. And it's due to a particular reason. And what I have for everyone today is my assessment. And it's called the Freedom Formula Assessment. And in 10 minutes or less, you're going to find out whether or not this particular roadblock to the success of your business is alive and well working in you. And so I know you'll have links for everything, but it is at sacredlifemastery.art forward slash assessment. And I'd love everyone to grab that. And I'm at sacredlifemastery.art. There all the time. You can set up a chat with me, and we'll have a conversation about where you're at. Whoo. Are you driving your bus, or have you surrendered and let ego step in? And well, I, have su- I have surrendered, and got me a cotton picking Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> you totally surrendered. Woo. I
0: am. I am, and I'm just, you know, I'm feeling good about it. The more and more that I hear it the more that I know that it is validating what I'm feeling, what I'm doing, but I'm also hearing it to say, you know what? It's not over with, you know, continue with this, continue in that same vein. And it's so wonderful to have great teachers like you that do the deep dive, but are willing to live in the
1: moment with us, hold Mm -hmm. space with us.
0: It is is a continual
1: expansion. You will, you will never stop growing until you're through with life. What's oh, oh, oh. The deal is they don't have anything to live for. Right.
0: Right. Right. They've
1: done, they've done everything. So, That's so right. I have a life vision that goes way past any age. Absolutely. And age is just a number.
0: It's a matter of mind. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Brain, I need you to go in, love, like, share, and subscribe. Mm -hmm. Get with with Roz and go deep. I mean, you know what? She's a wealth of information. Absolutely. The Encyclopedia Britannica has nothing on her. Oh, what is it now? Wikipedia? AI? (laughs) Google? Let me tell you, she's got them all beat. I need you to go right here. You see this address right in your face? I need you to love, like, share, and subscribe. Love, like, share, and subscribe. I'm going to put all Roz's information in the back and in the show notes. Please show her that you value her, you respect her, you love her, and you're curious to see what is behind the sacredlifemastery.art. Thank ah. you so much, Precious. I've enjoyed you so much today. You're a- Thank you. You're so good. Thank you, Brains. Did you get all that? I got it. (laughs) Love you, Brains. Have a good day.